Hi, it's Christine, children's librarian at the Mandel Public Library of West Palm Beach. Storytelling is an art form. Here's a story as told by Assistant Circulation Supervisor Sandra. You're in for a real treat, so sit back and imagine yourself on a porch enjoying something refreshing to drink. Maybe the sun is just about to set, and it's the best weather you've seen in days. You're surrounded by friends, and everyone quiets down to enjoy this intimate and ancient tradition of oral storytelling. Hello everyone, my name is Sandra, and I want to tell you a story today. The story that I'm going to tell you is about a spider. How many of you like spiders? Oh me, I don't like spiders, I'm afraid of spiders. But there is one spider that I like, it's a Nancy, a Nancy the spider. Anansi is a, a trickster, and do you know what a trickster is? A trickster is somebody who likes to trick people, you know, fool you. So the name of the story is Anansi and the Hat Shaking Dance. Now, one day, a messenger came to Anansi's village, and he told his wife, Asil, that her mother had passed away. You know what that means, right? That she means she died. So Anansi told Asil, so you go ahead and um, I'll meet you later. Take the children with you and I'll meet you maybe tomorrow. I'll catch up with you tomorrow. So so gathers up the children and she goes to my mother's village. And Anansi is thinking to himself because he's always thinking. He says, oh shucks, I've got to be the best, the saddest person at that um, funeral. Now nobody expects him to be. Um, the saddest person, but a Nazi is the t type of person that if he's going to a dance, he has to be the best dancer. If he's going to singing, he's got to be the best singer. So he says, I've got to be the saddest person there. And I'm not going to eat until the eighth day. So I've got to stuff myself. So he stuffed himself with all this food. And the next day he got up and he went to meet up with his wife went to the village. So all his friends were there, the guinea fowl and the rabbit and the squirrel and the snake. They were there, the dog, he was there too. And they greeted him and then he, he saw his wife, he greeted her and they were like, oh, come on, we have some food ready. Why don't you have some? Oh no, how dare you? I cannot eat anything until my mother-in-law has been buried for at least eight days. And they all look at him like, okay. All right, you're not going to eat, so you've just traveled. You need to eat something. No, I'm not going to eat. What kind of son-in-law would I be? So the next day, there was a funeral, and people still kept asking him, Oh, Anansi, do you want something to eat? No, how can you ask me to eat when my mother-in-law has just been buried? I will not eat until the eighth day. Days go by, a couple of days go by. Second day, ask him, nope. Third day, nope. But on the fourth day, you know what happened? Oh my goodness, Anansi was feeling the pains of hunger. And he said, oh my goodness, what am I going to do? All that food that he'd eaten before he'd gotten to the funeral was long gone. So he happened to stumble upon a pot of beans that were cooking over a fire. So Anansi goes over there and he looks around, nobody's there. So he takes the top off and he stirs up the beans. Oh my gosh, they smell so good. 
oh, and his hunger pains are just growing and growing. But all of a sudden, here comes the dog and the guinea fowl and the rabbit and the squirrel. And they said, oh, and I said, you want something to eat? Oh, no, I was just stirring the beans, just stirring the beans. So he put the top pocket on. And they said, okay, we're going to eat something. So they ate. But Anansi's looking at their meat, and he's like, oh, my goodness, I'm so hungry. He's saying to himself, but I will not eat. So dog asked him, his best friend, why don't you eat something? He said, no, how dare you ask me? My mother-in-law has only been buried for three or four days, and you're asking me to eat. I will not eat until the eighth day. So Anansi goes on off and he's hanging out with his children in the cell. The next day, he comes in the, upon another pot of beans and nobody's around. He's looking around and there's nobody there. So he takes the top off and he's getting ready to take a bite when he hears people coming. So he takes his hat that he has on his head and he puts the beans in the hat. Oh my goodness, he puts it on top of his head. Can you imagine what that feels like? Hot beans. So here comes dog, here comes guinea fowl, here comes the squirrel, here comes the rabbit and the snake. And they come over, oh, Nancy, you're here. You need to get something to eat. No, how dare you ask me? I told you already, I will not eat until my mother-in-law has been buried at least eight days. But all of a sudden, the beans start to burn his head. They feel really warm under that hat, on his head. Now, spiders in the old days, they always had long hair. And they were very proud of their, uh, their hair. So Anansi's starting to feel it. So he starts moving his head around, back and forth. And they're like, what are you doing? Oh, nothing. He's moving his head back and forth, back and forth. So all of a sudden, the beans start to really burn him because they're sticking to his head. I don't know if you've ever seen beans before, but if they look like paste or something. You put it on your hand, and they're going to stick to you. So he's moving his head. So. They said, what are you doing? He said, an Anansi is a quick thinker. He says, you know what? In my village, there's a hat shaking dance going on and I need to get to that. You know, that's, I need to go to my father's village. So he's moving his head and he's taking the hat and he's moving it back and forth and he's dancing and he's moving. And everybody's like, oh, that sounds like fun. He's moving, but all of a sudden he couldn't take it anymore. So he throws off the hat and they look up there and everybody's laughing. They're like, oh my goodness, you don't have any hair. So he said, oh my goodness. So he's so ashamed, he's so embarrassed. So Anansi goes into the grass and he hides. And everybody's running after him and say, like, oh Anansi, you're bald-headed now. So Anansi keeps going and he keeps trying to hide from them. And that is why, to this day, you see the spiders have a bald head. Anansi is so embarrassed also, that is why he hides in the grass. And he hides in the trees, he hides under your bed, he hides in your shoes, so be careful, okay? And that is why Anansi, the spider, has a bald head and he's always hiding. Thanks for sharing this story, Sandra. As you listened, what did you imagine? What ideas did you connect with? Stories are transported. They're passed down from one generation and remixed. Stories connect us to ourselves and to others. They connect us to the past and the present. 
If you're looking for stories, I can't think of a better place to visit than your local library. And be sure to say hello to multi-talented Sandra at the Mandel Public Library of West Palm Beach. Thank you for listening. Subscribe to the Voices from the Stacks podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts.